Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Welcome, guys. Um, I'm joined as always today's episode by L. How are you doing today? Well, it's been a crazy day, so I'm a little bit like high strung right now. Oh dear, that's okay. Maybe we can calm you down here. And uh, Jared, how are you doing, man? Guest of honor today. Jared joins Thanks. us today from the Police Foundations, um, and Jared is coming on to try out the podcast and see what he thinks and how it looks. So, um, welcome, Jared. Thank you guys for having me. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. So, um, Jared, let's get right into it. Um, what year are you going into school and why did you choose Police Foundations? Well, I just finished my first year in Police Foundations on the Kingston campus. I'm about to go into my second year. So uh, I always liked helping people and wanted to give back to the community and was never super good in science in school. So I took more of the law and business route and that led me into law enforcement and law. So I was looking at different like uh, police officers or correctional and I decided to go with policing since I thought I could have the biggest impact on the community. And if I can just make one person's day better each day, uh, I'd be happy. Oh, that's really great. That's really nice to hear. I think we need more <laughs> of that in yeah. today's times. Um, so you do want to go like the police officer direction because I know that within police foundations, you can kind of do like variety of things afterwards. But so is that the direction you're for sure going? Yeah, so I want to go into policing. Of course, getting entry right after graduation is very difficult. So it's looking at private sector and moving in. I was thinking yes. about going into a criminal defense law. However, uh, right now I'm not just too sure about the 10 years of schooling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of schooling. <laughs> yeah, because it's an undergrad and then, and then law school after that, right? Yes, yeah, uh, it's a pretty intense course. Yeah. And I think law, even like after when you go to, isn't it, is it five years? Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a long program and then you have like the, uh, you start at the very bottom and it takes a long time to work your way up. But no, SLC, right. it's, uh, it's the best. I took a one tour of it and once I got my offer, accepted it right away. Nice. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, so you said you're from Perth and Gatineau. Um, what what about SLC attracted you to the campus and, and why did you accept it instantly? Why What was the connection there and why was it so strong for you? Oh, well, my I was looking at some different universities and colleges in Ontario and outer, um, but SLC definitely, it's Kingston, so it's mainly students that there with the Queens and RMC. So I like that student atmosphere. It was just far enough from home where I would be living on my own. I could grow as myself without being influenced by my parents however I could always go home for a weekend if I wanted to so nice. I definitely like that and then the faculty is top tier at our school and the education curriculum is so amazing that it was just the the whole package awesome yeah I think SLC for anyone if you come and tour the campus or you meet some of the professors and people faculty who are working it's it's kind of an easy pick like it's such a community oriented yeah. college so yeah, yeah, lots of nice. students, definitely. Mm -hmm. So did you spend uh, last year in residence, Jared? Yeah, so uh, last year's in residence. Liked it so much that I'm, I'm actually an RA now. Oh, good oh nice. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. So we're still waiting to figure out what, what's going on with this whole pandemic and stuff, but hopefully we can get back as soon as possible. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So I have a question about residents. I never stayed on residence. Um, I've been in school for three years and I was older when I started, like not much older, but I was like 20 when I started school. So 
I didn't go that route, but how does it work like with a different, like you're, are you in charge of an entire floor? So at SLC in the Kingston campus, we have two buildings that are attached. Cornerstone is the three floor building, ours six floors. Each floor has two RAs designated to it. So those RAs go in, you're like in charge building your own family and community on each floor and then each floor links up together. But so yeah, each floor has two RAs that are pretty much in charge of the floor, but all the RAs rotate with uh, their little shifts. Nice. Yeah. So were you on the Brooklyn Nine-Nine floor? Uh, no, ours this year changed. We were actually different ecosystem themes. So oh, cool. I was on the third floor in Cornerstone. So mine was the polar bear and penguin. Oh, cool. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that was pretty cool. Um, so what did those themes kind of mean in your daily life? Was it just kind of a rallying call or did you guys have like animal themed costume well, parties or? No, it was really, <laughs> they chose it based off the the designs on the walls. So ours was all our walls were white. So we were the Arctic. So it was definitely nice because once we moved in, I was super worried about not really connecting with people off the bat. But uh, first in, day I moved in, met everyone in my floor everyone was super nice and accepting everyone had their doors open and then the next day we had a pancake breakfast and all 600 <laughs> kids got there and we were just seeing each other and it's just such a such a quick way to make friends and everyone's mm -hmm. super nice yeah for sure i, I kind of wish i went to residence at least for one year um, i still had a lot of friends who lived on residence because i went the calderwood route so that's where i lived but <laughs> it's a little bit of a different environment over there yeah, yeah. I was actually there yesterday. Oh, yeah? On Calderwood? Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. What were you there for? Uh, one of my friends lives uh, on Woodstone. So nice. I went to go visit him for a day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, I went to Wilfrid Laurier for a couple years after high school, and I remember my first year in res. Um, it's so important just to kind of build that school spirit and kind of just mm -hmm. feel a connection to your school and your classmates. And... Uh, Obviously it worked for you. Um, can you describe maybe why you felt you wanted to become an RA? What was it that felt um, that really was bringing you back for a second year? Well, definitely going into residence, the main connections you make right away are your RAs. They help you unpack your car and show you where your room is and give you the keys and your cards. So they definitely made a big connection and they just put so much effort throughout the year in planning events and always taking time to hear you out and have meetings. And like, if you had a problem, they would fix it right away and they were always there to help you. And it definitely made residence much of a better experience for me. So I wish I, now I wanna take my time out of my day and go help other kids do the same thing and make sure that they have the same experience I did. Awesome, that's great. Yeah. That's good. Um, so talking about how things are gonna look for the fall, um, I know not a lot of students are going to be allowed back on campus. Is your program one of them or what does the September delivery look like for you or do you know yet? Uh, I actually have no clue what's going on. Uh, so we're, we're just waiting to see, but hopefully we go back. I know police foundations, there's a lot of theoretical work in it based on our, our victimology and criminology that we study. However, we do have a, a fitness element to our program where we have to go and do testing and stuff. And, people often see us in the gym running our routes. So mm -hmm. I'm not too sure about that one class. However, 
I hope we're on campus, but if not, I'm sure the students will still be happy to go. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say I'd be very surprised if you knew anything because no one really knows anything right now. The college is still working on it, but um, definitely keep your ear out because there'll be more information soon, especially for the specifics like of your program. Like it, Some of it will be online, but if you have some sort of elements like the fitness and stuff to it, um, they're trying to figure out different solutions. So. Yeah, well, uh, I'm hoping that at least a portion of it's in class because mm -hmm. finishing up with online was definitely a, a bit more work than in class. So it's definitely right. just a different atmosphere. However, if you push your head down and get to work, yeah, it can be really good for you. Mm -hmm. Did you find you were able to do that, like once you got into it kind of thing? Yeah, so the actually the one thing I didn't like about residence was there's always someone that wants to go do something. So there's lots of distractions. Mm -hmm. So taking a step back, coming home, I was able to sit down and just do my work right away and plan ahead, which I was never good at organizing and finishing stuff first. I always delayed stuff. So my GPA actually went super high up with uh, nice. the help of my friends helping me study and doing study calls. So it was a, it was a pretty nice thing to have, be able to do that. Well, that's good. I guess there's yeah. some pros to it, right? Yeah. That's nice. awesome. I love hearing that sentiment of uh, students just finding a way to work together and make it work. That's what it's all about. So kudos to you. Um, I know that Elle and I in the Bachelor of Business Administration program, everything will be online. Um, if it wasn't for our jobs at ESA, we probably wouldn't have to step foot on campus in the fall semester. So wow. yeah, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, mm -hmm. I know the school is planning and has a good plan in place um, and they will be they'll be rolling some stuff out here in the next month. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, for um, sure. Are you, are you nervous about um, maybe your second year being entirely online and having to do some fitness tests in a weird way? Or are you kind of optimistic? Or are you kind of worried about the upcoming year? Um, I, the only reason I really like to go on campus is I like the connection I build with my peers and mm -hmm. my faculty. Members. I feel like, especially with the faculty, they're all ex police officers or they're in police or corrections right now. So it's definitely amazing to make connections there. Our program director, Randy Zbukovec, is super good with uh, getting interviews for students and stuff. So that would be something I miss. However, uh, our teachers are super good at online. They're always timely to check their emails and give out quizzes and exams that make sense with the, the material provided to you. So I'm not too stressed about that. The one thing is that testing would be a bit strange since we don't have the same tools and stuff that the, the school has in the several million dollar facilities at the shop but uh i think we'll manage either way all the student spirits are super high and uh we're just happy to learn well that's nice it's nice to hear you um, yeah. optimistic about it and you know i can echo that too i think the biggest thing that i'm going to really miss um, is just that connection with my peers and, and potentially the professors and things like that i've already texted a lot of my friends who because i took marketing last three years so a lot of my friends in accounting and things like that I've already texted them saying we're gonna have to have study sessions all the time because in the EA I'm gonna have to do accounting and finance and all this other stuff that I didn't normally like I took accounting but I you know one course compared to people who took it the last three years <laughs> I was like I'm gonna need help <laughs> yeah so hopefully those study groups can keep going yeah so yeah. Uh, we actually did a few zoom calls with our group at near the end since we had a lot of presentations in class that got transferred over to zoom presentations so uh, it was nice to 
just take that little break from being stuck in your house with your family and be able to talk with your friends a bit. Yeah, for sure. It definitely kept me sane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, this really helps with that too. The the podcast and just being able to work from home. It's, I don't know how I would feel if I, if I didn't have those connections. So definitely can see that. I love that sentiment, Ellen. I will echo that. If it wasn't for this kind of platform where three times a week we get to reach out to people we know and we love and kind of get to build relationships, it would definitely be a lot worse. So I'm, I'm thankful for this platform. Uh, we get to meet great guys like Jared and uh, ask them yeah. what's up. So it's uh, we're thankful for this. Um, so Jared, that's kind of cool about how you feel about the fall. So what are you up to this summer? Do you have a part-time job? Or are you just kind of hanging out? Or what, what do your summer plans look like with uh, all this quarantine stuff going on? Well, my plan was actually to live in the residence building over the summer, mm-hmm. and I had several jobs lined up in Kingston, but oh, all those nice. got uh, got swept out from under me. So right now, I just moved back home. We're uh, we're just relaxing for the summer. It's been about it's the first summer in about four years that I haven't worked full time. So uh, I just decided to take a break, hang out with uh, my friends and my girlfriend once we're allowed to, definitely. So it's gonna be a nice, nice. Day to relax. Yeah. <laughs> That is one thing. I think people are really taking good advantage of the free time they have. It's nice to see so many families like out together and kind of doing different activities, whereas during the day, most people would be at work normally. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, uh, the, my dad has always been working full time and traveling around the country. So it's nice to finally be able to come home and all the family members are all here for a bit. So uh, it's definitely nice. easy to make connections now and play video games and board games with them, which is something I haven't been able to do in a long time. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> My family and I were planning a Bob Ross tutorial. No way. Yeah, so we have all, we got all the canvases, we got oil paints, like we're sad and ready to go. We're just waiting for the perfect moment. Sounds good. That's cool. I love <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, because of all this, you're seeing people, friends, families kind of come together in ways that they haven't had a chance to in years. So um, through all the bad that's going on, that is a, that is a bright spot that we can kind of take away from all this. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of things like hobbies or kind of stuff have you, have you picked up that you're doing in your, in your um, free time now? Well, at school, I was really big into working out and going to the gym with my few friends. So I took a, a few days and I made a, a bench press out here to nice. try and keep that up so that's been kind of fun i'm uh, back at home so i have my seven-year-old brother so i spend a lot of time playing video games like skylanders and minecraft with him uh, nice. with the two puppies so we go on walks every day and uh, with the view it's kind of nice just to go for walks in the forest so it's just been a lot of outdoors time nice that's good it's good that you're getting outside i think yeah. We'll start crazy when they stay inside. Yeah. Well, yeah. March and April weren't the nicest months. They were okay for staying inside. Now we got some warmer weather. You're seeing tons of people come out. All the public parks are busy. People are biking. The waterfront's busy. We got lots of kayakers and boaters. So, uh, if we can stay healthy and you know maintain our social distance, then I am all for it. I love it. People need to get outside. We need some sunshine. So that's uh, that's something to look forward to and hopefully. continue to be that way so um awesome so this has been great jared let's move into the second part we're gonna play a little game called would you rather um i played this with l a couple weeks ago some good questions meant to kind of make you think on your feet um so first one this is for jared i got another one for you here l so jared tomorrow you wake up 
and you've lost a sense of one of your six senses, would you rather lose your sense of smell or your sense of taste and why? Uh, definitely sense of smell. Okay. It's, um, I find tasting stuff, I love food and uh, there's some food that I hate, but some food that I, I die for, like a nice grilled steak. So uh, smell, I could not use that. I think uh, I could use my other senses and heighten them up a bit. And if something was really bad, I know my friends would, they're, they're very obvious. They, they tell me if you smell or if it smells bad. <laughs> if you're driving, you don't have to smell a skunk somewhere. So mm -hmm. that's, so that. that's awesome. I think that's like exactly what I said was if I stink, my friends would tell me. So <laughs> if they're good friends, if they're your best yeah, friends, I'll let you know. I think we had the same answer, so that's awesome. All right, um, this one is for Elle. Um, Jared, you can pipe in too, but Elle, would you rather yes. know every language on earth or have the ability to talk to animals and why? <sighs> Cafe. I don't even know. That's tough. I would probably say language, like I know every single language, just because I already don't commute, like communicate with animals. I mean, we communicate in certain ways, I guess, with animals by like petting them and they tell us when they're hungry and that kind of thing. But I think I would want to just be able to communicate with every single person on this planet. I think that's something that's super important. And when you go to different countries or you have uh, even at St. Lawrence, like all these different international people and everyone has different languages. So I think that's what I would pick. <laughs> yeah. And I'd have to go with the same one. Uh, talking to animals would be interesting, but if you're the only one in the world, you're not that much of a reliable source. So <laughs> Yeah. People are going to think you're crazy. They're like, oh yeah, a bird told you that. Okay. Bye. That's a, yeah, it's a good point. I, I'd have to echo that as well. I think just the ability to communicate with everybody on the planet would be invaluable and mm -hmm. uh, um, something we need right now in the world. More communication, more harmonization, more working together, collaboration. So uh, sure. my goal goes for that as well. All right. Um, next one here. Um, it's about vacation time. So you've got your dream vacation lined up. Let's start with you, Jared. Would you rather vacation in the mountains or are you more of a beach guy? Um, That's really hard, Clayton. Mean. <laughs> you only get one. Each of them. I know. I'm definitely gonna have to say the beach. I I love swimming. Being a lifeguard, it's definitely uh, nice to get out on the water and the friends there. However, going on the mountain, I, I don't like the cold that much. I'm a, I'm a small <laughs> guy, so. I get cold quite easily, but I, li I like being in the beach. It feels like a more of a natural habitat for me. Mm -hmm. nice. That one's not fair, Leighton. <laughs> I got some good like, ones for you, eh? Because, like, the beach is my happy place. Like, I've always grown up um, by a beach, on the water. Like, that's really genuinely where I'm the most happy. So I would probably say beach, but when you think of a mountain, like, I think just there's so much more activities. Like, you know, there's... Mm -hmm. Climb the side of a mountain. You can hike different trails. There's all kinds of different animals and stuff you would see. So yeah. as much as I love the beach, if I was like vacation, like I don't know, I'd probably go to the top of a mountain or something. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't say what season it was. So like it could be summer, you could be camping, you could be fishing, or if it's winter, you could be skiing or snowboarding. So yeah. it's a tough one. I think uh, I'd have to pick mountain too. I was born in Banff, so I love the mountains. 
um, less is best. So I definitely got to stick with mountains too, for sure. I feel like some people are going to message me after this, like, you're lying, Al, you would go to the beach. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Betrayed them. I just, yeah. I like mountains too, okay? All right. Al, I asked you this last week, so this one's for Jared. Um, okay. Jared, would you rather read the book or watch the movie? And why? Read the book. Definitely. Nice. That was quick. Um, that was cool. really yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Harry Potter, for example, was my favorite book to read. And watched the movie first. All the movies, super good. Then I read the book and I was like, wow, like the movies just left out such a big part. Mm-hmm. And I think all movies that are based off books, they leave out detail and they exaggerate parts that aren't necessary in it just to make it better to watch. But, uh, a book just gives you such more rich detail and you get to use your imagination as to what they look like with the information provided to you and you kind of get to put your own spin on things. So definitely that's what I would put and it lasts you longer than two hours. Yeah, I think that was my reason too. You can, books last a lot longer, but that's great. And our executive director, Beth, will love you because she you. is literally obsessed <laughs> with Harry Potter. Like yeah. I love Harry Potter, read all the books, watch all the movies, but Beth is like next level. it's funny how uh even though there's a difference in our ages i immediately thought of harry potter as well um Mm -hmm. grew up with that series read the books uh didn't love the movies but the books were amazing so it's funny how we both went there that's cool i think i said stephen king which looking back might say a lot about me (laughs) (laughs) this kid reading stephen king oh man (laughs) All right, um, so this one is more of a virtue question. Elle, I know how you're gonna answer this, but Jared, would you rather work for a boss you hate and make great money, or would you rather work for a boss that you love and make minimum wage, and why? Uh, a boss I love and make minimum wage? I'm a, I'm a hard worker, I'd say, and I find it difficult to work in an atmosphere where you don't like the people you're working for, but. When you're, when you're with someone that, that you just love and care about and super excited to go to work, it's definitely more enjoyable. And that would be a happiness that I find where even if you make great money and you, you have to go to work unhappy every day, that's not something I want to put on myself. That's a good answer. Yeah. I want to be my own boss. <laughs> there you go. I love that. There is a third option. Good for you. Neither. Neither. Um, I quit. But yeah, I mean, if I one. had to pick... I'd obviously pick have a good boss because I think building that kind of if you have a good boss and it's more of a um, dynamic workplace like you know that that's somebody you can trust you can go to you have a little bit more like almost family um, mindset behind like the people that you work with like you see these people all the time so building those strong strong relationships is obviously more important if you have a you have a bad boss likely um, even other people working in that industry or in the organization probably aren't doing the best jobs because they're just dreading going to work because they have to deal with their crappy boss. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, well, I definitely want a boss like Michael Scott. Same. <laughs> An office fan. I love him. That's great. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a question that I think our generation kind of all answers the same. I think you're seeing a value shift away from making money to being happy and, and just having that work-life balance, especially in our, in our generation, our age group, um, mm-hmm. which is great because I know um, it hasn't always been that way. A lot of people would take the money and hate their life for a couple of years. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is, is it, is it, is it really worth it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I got two more here. 
Um, L, you answered this one last week, but let's see if your answer has changed. Um, so Jared, you wake up tomorrow and you have the ability to control either water or fire. And which one would you choose? Would you rather control water or fire? There's hmm. because I always find myself like trying to go into detail about moats and I just have to stick to the basic question. There's definitely good and bad to each of them. Uh, I would actually choose water. I like wakeboarding and water skiing and being able to have to rely on your parents to drive the boat. I'd rather just go and be like, start pushing water and making waves. So uh, that's what I would do. I think that'd just be a cool party trick to be able to like float water around, mm -hmm. but uh, a bit too dangerous with fire. Yeah, yeah. you never know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my answer stays the same too as last week, like definitely water. Um, but Jared, I agree with these types of questions. I am like, I have questions on top of it. I'm like, well, what about this? <laughs> like there's so many scenarios. It's hard for me to stay like on question too. Yeah. But yeah. I the mountain and the beach. I was like, well, is it cold? Is it warm? Are there other yeah. people at the beach? <laughs> exactly. Like, you just don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, just definitely the water. I mean, and then like, like you said, fire's dangerous. So you can put out fires with the water, right? Like, it, it, mm -hmm. it's like a safety thing too. And then I think last time I talked about if you can maneuver water, like I could literally spread the sea <laughs> oh, across the planet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Moses, <Earth>. yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, the planet is 78% water, so if you could control that, mm -hmm. you never know, right? All right. Yeah. Um, we got one more here. Um, it's about your tastes again. So, um, Jared, would you rather live the rest of your life without TV or music, and why? Hmm. Uh, this is a difficult one because I love save the best for last. Yeah, music is definitely something that like I watch with my, like, I just listen to by myself. But a TV, I watch all my shows with my friends and my girlfriend. So uh, I'd have to say I stay listening to music. It's definitely something I listen more to. I I have hundreds of gigabytes of music on my phone. Like that's all my storage is just what I love to do and. It's definitely something that truly makes me happy, like no matter what. It's something that you can just connect to and the lyrics of the music, whereas TV shows, I could probably just stop and listen to music with them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I said the same. Um, and a little bit just, I do think there's an importance behind TV. Like you can get a lot of valuable information from TV as well. Um, but music is such a cultural thing. Like, even if you don't speak the same language as a certain song, it's just like you can still understand it, like on a feeling, an emotional sense. So I, I always have music all day, every day. So I could never give it up. Yeah, I can't live without music either. Um, I think you can get enough information on your phones and your apps and whatever you follow. I uh, yeah. I love music. I think it's humanity's greatest invention next to the wheel yeah. and uh, potato chips. <laughs> okay wait can i ask a, a would you rather question yeah please throw them on okay this one is pretty um close to the essay's heart we ask a lot of people this question but it's really interesting so would you rather five percent of the population um have telepathy or telekinesis and you're not a part of the five percent 
So tell, yeah. So telekinesis, you can like move things with your mind. Telepathy is like you can read people's minds. Five percent, seven point eight billion. That's all. So uh, yeah, I would definitely go for that. I feel like there's a lot of infrastructure that could be done in construction and helping uh, third world countries build it on resources. If you have 5% spread out equally, you could definitely start seeing a better world everywhere and helping people around. And if you can't get supplies, just moving it. Or if it's bad, bad conditions and a plane can't fly and you need like doctors somewhere, you can just throw them around. <laughs> So uh, I think it would be better for the environment. Of course, I would, I would definitely be jealous if I can't do it, but I think it would still <laughs> better humanity. Yeah, no, I that's a really, really good answer. I think um, I've heard one other person have a similar sort of answer, and but you went into a little bit more detail, which is awesome. So kudos. Telekinesis, right? That was your answer? Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. What about you, Al? Um, yeah, I always said the same thing. Uh, around the same idea, I just felt like it would be really efficient for the economy and it would be a lot less expensive and a lot quicker to build infrastructure and things like that so that's what i always said but i didn't go into as much detail about yeah building i like both those answers <laughs> and uh, i remember this from my job interview for this position you guys asked mm -hmm. it to me and i i answered uh telepathy so the ability to read minds and listen to what other people are said and i think my reasoning was we just need more teamwork we need more collaboration mm -hmm. in the world and if people can understand each other better then you know we can set our differences aside and, and just focus on the end goal and if more people are out there able to do that especially with um what's going on in the world right now and all the mental health issues that are going on coming out of this quarantine i think just the ability to communicate would be so mm -hmm. so valuable so yeah no that's a really great answer too like communication is definitely key so that's good. Awesome. Well, we're getting towards the end of our segment here. Um, Jared, I know you reached out to me a couple months ago looking to get involved with the Student Association. Um, mm. And I, we kind of chatted about maybe you might have some positive messaging for any students um, kind of coming in. Do you have anything that you'd like to uh, share before we end today's podcast? Well, definitely. Well, uh, I'd say SLC is, isn't just a school that wants your money and then is going to leave you and you leave with a piece of paper. It's definitely a community and a family that cares about you and the faculty and teachers, for the most part, they all care about your success and they want you to do good. So you have friends around that will help you. So once we get back, even if it's online, I know it's not what people want. They all want to move to residence or move to their house with their friends. It's a, you have a strong community behind you with your family. So just keep working for it and you, you'll, you'll achieve your goals sooner than later. And uh, it's going to be a, a good year, I think, for SLC. Awesome. That, that's wonderful. Thank you for saying that, Jared. Really awesome. Yeah, thanks. Um, thanks for that sentiment. I think uh, a lot of students need to hear that, not just students, everybody. Um, while there's a lot of negative going on the road right now, there are some important things to keep in mind. And uh, getting an education at a quality school is one of them. Um, so thank you for sharing that sentiment. I know Elle and I share the same ideas or we wouldn't be in the positions we are today. So it's great mm -hmm. to have somebody with a similar mindset. So. Um, Thank you to both of you for your time today. I appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Um, Jared, thanks again for coming on, man. Thanks for sharing your sentiment. You. And uh, we'll have you back on soon, okay? Mm, sounds good. I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks. Thanks, Jared and Layton. <laughs>